Today is the 10th day of June. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It is great to be here with you as we uh, get our work week started and take the next step forward together as we continue our journey through the scriptures this year. And uh, we're working our way through 1 Kings and the reign of Solomon. We're working our way through the book of Acts and the birth of the church. And we're reading from the English Standard Version this week. Today, 1 Kings chapter 7. Solomon was building his own house 13 years, and he finished his entire house. He built the house of the forest of Lebanon. Its length was a hundred cubits, and its breadth fifty cubits, and its height thirty cubits. And it was built on four rows of cedar pillars, with cedar beams on the pillars. And it was covered with cedar above the chambers that were on the forty-five pillars, fifteen in each row. There were window frames in three rows, and window opposite window in three tiers. All the doorways and windows had square frames, and window was opposite window in three tiers. And he made the hall of pillars. Its length was fifty cubits and its breadth thirty cubits. There was a porch in front with pillars and a canopy in front of them. And he made the hall of the throne where he was to pronounce judgment, even the hall of judgment. It was finished with cedar from floor to rafters. His own house where he was to dwell and the other court back of the hall was of like workmanship. Solomon also made a house like this hall for Pharaoh's daughter, whom he had taken in marriage. All these were made of costly stones, cut according to measure, sawed with saws back and front, even from the foundation to the coping and from the outside to the great court. The foundation was of costly stones, huge stones, stones of eight and ten cubits. And above were costly stones cut according to measurement and cedar. The great court had three courses of cut stone all around and a course of cedar beams. So had the inner court of the house of the Lord and the vestibule of the house. And King Solomon sent and brought Hiram from Tyre. He was the son of a widow of the tribe of Naphtali. And his father was a man of Tyre, a worker in bronze. And he was full of wisdom, understanding, and skill for making any work in bronze. He came to King Solomon and did all his work. He cast two pillars of bronze. Eighteen cubits was the height of one pillar, and a line of twelve cubits measured its circumference. It was hollow, and its thickness was four fingers. The second pillar was the same. He also made two capitals of cast bronze to set on the tops of the pillars. The height of the one capital was five cubits, and the height of the other capital was five cubits.
There were lattices of checkerwork with wreaths of chainwork for the capitals on the tops of the pillars. A lattice for the one capital and a lattice for the other capital. Likewise, he made pomegranates in two rows around one latticework to cover the capital that was on the top of the pillar. And he did the same with the other capital. Now the capitals that were on the tops of the pillars in the vestibule were of lily work, four cubits. The capitals were on the two pillars and also above the rounded projection which was beside the latticework. There were two hundred pomegranates in two rows all around, and so with the other capital. He set up the pillars at the vestibule of the temple. He set up the pillar on the south and called its name Jachin. And he set up the pillar on the north and called its name Boaz. And on the tops of the pillars was lily work. Thus the work of the pillars was finished. Then he made the sea of cast metal. It was round, ten cubits from brim to brim, and five cubits high, and a line of thirty cubits measured its circumference. Under its brim were gourds for ten cubits, compassing the sea all around. The gourds were in two rows, cast with it when it was cast, It stood on twelve oxen, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. The sea was set on them, and all their rear parts were inward. Its thickness was a handbreadth, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It had two thousand baths. He also made the ten stands of bronze. Each stand was four cubits long, four cubits wide, and three cubits high. This was the construction of the stands. They had panels, and the panels were set in the frames, and on the panels that were set in the frames were lions, oxen, and cherubim. On the frames, both above and below the lions and oxen, There were wreaths of beveled work. Moreover, each stand had four bronze wheels and axles of bronze, and at the four corners were supports for a basin. The supports were cast with wreaths at the side of each. Its opening was within a crown that projected upward one cubit. Its opening was round, as a pedestal is made a cubit and a half deep. At its opening there were carvings, and its panels were square, not round, and the four wheels were underneath the panels. The axles of the wheels were of one piece with the stands, and the height of a wheel was a cubit and a half. The wheels were made like a chariot wheel. Their axles, their rims, their spokes and their hubs were all cast. There were four supports at the four corners of each stand. The supports were of one piece with the stands, and on the top of the stand there was a round band half a cubit high, 
and on the top of the stand its stays and its panels were of one piece with it. And on the surfaces of its stays and on its panels he carved cherubim, lions, and palm trees, according to the space of each, with wreaths all around. After this manner he made the ten stands. All of them were cast alike, of the same measure and the same form. And he made ten basins of bronze. Each basin held forty baths, each basin measured four cubits, and there was a basin for each of the ten stands. And he set the stands, five on the south side of the house and five on the north side of the house. And he set the sea at the southeast corner of the house. Hiram also made the pots, the shovels, and the basins. So Hiram finished all the work that he did for King Solomon on the house of the Lord. The two pillars, the two bowls of the capitals that were on the tops of the pillars, and the two lattice works to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the tops of the pillars, and the four hundred pomegranates for the two lattice works, two rows of pomegranates for each lattice work to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars, the ten stands, and the ten basins on the stands, and the one sea, and the twelve oxen underneath the sea. Now the pots, the shovels, and the basins, all these vessels in the house of the Lord, which Hiram made for King Solomon, were of burnished bronze. In the plain of the Jordan, the king cast them in the clay ground between Succoth and Zarethan. And Solomon left all the vessels unweighed because there were so many of them. The weight of the bronze was not ascertained. So Solomon made all the vessels that were in the house of the Lord, the golden altar, the golden table for the bread of the presence, the lampstands of pure gold, five on the south side and five on the north, before the inner sanctuary, the flowers, the lamps, and the tongs of gold, the cups, snuffers, basins, dishes for incense, and firepans of pure gold, and the sockets of gold, for the doors of the innermost part of the house, the most holy place, and for the doors of the nave of the temple. Thus all the work that King Solomon did on the house of the Lord was finished. And Solomon brought in the things that David, his father, had dedicated, the silver, the gold, and the vessels, and stored them in the treasuries of the house of the Lord. Acts 7 30 through 50. Now, when forty years had passed, an angel appeared to him in the wilderness of Mount Sinai in a flame of fire in a bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight and he drew near to look. There came the voice of the Lord I am the God of your fathers 
the God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob. And Moses trembled and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off the sandals from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt, and have heard their groaning, and I have come down to deliver them. And now, come, I will send you to Egypt. This Moses, whom they rejected, saying, Who made you a ruler and judge? This man God sent as both ruler and redeemer by the hand of the angel who appeared to him in the bush. This man led them out, performing wonders and signs in Egypt and at the Red Sea and in the wilderness for forty years. This is the Moses who said to the Israelites, God will raise up for you a prophet like me, from your brothers. This is the one who was in the congregation in the wilderness with the angel who spoke to him at Mount Sinai and with our fathers. He received living oracles to give to us. Our fathers refused to obey him but thrust him aside and in their hearts they turned to Egypt saying to Aaron, Make for us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses who led us out from the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. And they made a calf in those days and offered a sacrifice to the idol and were rejoicing in the works of their hands. But God turned away and gave them over to worship the host of heaven, as it is written in the book of the prophets. Did you bring to me slain beasts and sacrifices during the forty years in the wilderness, O house of Israel? You took up the tent of Moloch and the star of your god Rephon, the images that you made to worship, and I will send you into exile beyond Babylon. Our fathers had the tent of witness in the wilderness just as he who spoke to Moses directed him to make it, according to the pattern that he had seen. Our fathers, in turn, brought it in with Joshua when they dispossessed the nations that God drove out before our fathers. So it was until the days of David, who found favor in the sight of God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob, but it was Solomon who built a house for him. Yet the Most High does not dwell in houses made by hands. As the prophet says, Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? Did not my hand make all these things? Psalm 128 Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. A Song of Ascents Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, 
walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be blessed, and it shall be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Proverbs 16, 31-33 Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. All right, so as we're moving our way through 1 Kings, uh, we've seen Solomon uh, build a palace for himself. And uh, he had uh, the implements needed for the use in the temple fashioned. And then in Acts, we're continuing to listen. It seems like this sort of long review. And it's really wonderful that it comes at this time of year. What it actually is, is the testimony of a deacon, a newly appointed deacon, one of the first deacons in the church named Stephen. He'd been arrested and kind of um, defamed, and so he's been hauled before the Jewish High Council, and he's giving testimony. And what he's doing in the process is giving us review, but what he's actually doing is proving to the High Council that he is thoroughly Hebrew and thoroughly understands the Hebrew origin story. So we listened to him talk about Moses today, uh, and that was one of the chief... uh, accusations against him that he was defaming or denigrating Moses and blaspheming God. And then, uh, so we get to the Psalms today and it's, it's this example of, of how something profound happens when a blessing is spoken over us. This may happen to you in, in church every week, right? At the end of the service, maybe your pastor speaks a benediction, a word of benediction over you, a word of blessing over you. Uh, uh, That was true in biblical times, right? And it carries through, the tradition carries through all the way today. And we can kind of just blow by that, like in church, uh, the benediction, if you have that, and you probably have it in some form or another, right? So if you're in a more traditional church, the benediction, uh, spoken over you will probably be the same every week, whereas uh, your pastor, no matter what church you're in, probably has a way of closing the service, and it may be a word of encouragement or blessing over you. And so we can blow by that. It's just like a little marker, just a little trigger. Okay, service is over. But words of affirmation spoken over us like that actually reorient our hearts if we're paying attention. So So let's just practice that. Slow down, right? Because now you know we've already read through the scriptures 
and we're moving toward the end of our time together. And so we can kind of just start moving out of this space, slow down, and just allow these words to be spoken over you for your day. How joyful are those who fear the Lord, all who follow his ways. You will enjoy the fruit of your labor. How joyful and prosperous you will be. Your wife will be like a fruitful grapevine, flourishing within your home. Your children will be like vigorous young olive trees as they sit around your table. That is the Lord's blessing for those who fear him. May the Lord continually bless you from Zion. May you see Jerusalem prosper as long as you live. May you live to enjoy your grandchildren. May Israel have peace. See? Right? Like, doesn't that not orient your heart toward God and encourage you for your day? So words of benediction or affirmation or declaration spoken over us has been a tradition all the way back into biblical times. All we just did was use the Bible to speak those words of affirmation, words that were spoken over people who were coming up to Jerusalem or leaving Jerusalem. Uh, So it's amazing how the Bible can speak such encouragement and life over us if we're just paying attention. So remember this blessing as you move forward into your day. And Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we're continuing forward in the story of King Solomon and we're continuing forward in the testimony of Stephen and they all lead somewhere and we're watching these stories because we find ourselves in these stories. But we thank you for the gift of the psalm today, Psalm 129, speaking these words of affirmation and blessing over our lives for today and so we receive them. And we take them within us and we meditate upon them today. Come Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is the website. Tone base. So we find out what's going on around here. So... Of course, stay tuned and stay connected in any way that you can and any way that you will. Of course, we announced the uh, the Daily Audio Bible Family Reunion, where the global campfire comes together for 2019. Uh, last week, a week ago today. And it looks like we're going to be getting together because a lot of you are coming and we're excited about that. It's going to be fantastic. This will take place August 31st through the 2nd of September. This is Labor Day weekend here in the United States. So uh, we get a long weekend. Come to Nashville. Come around the global campfire and just hang out together, play together. Uh, We're looking forward to that very much. So registration is open. Come. uh, Just stay on the grounds and enjoy the beauty Uh, all the activities that exist 
You can get all the details at dailyaudiobible.com. In the initiatives section, look for Family Reunion 2019. And all of the details are there. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, you can do that at dailyaudiobible.com as well. There's a link on the homepage. Uh, If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or if you prefer the mail, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or comment, 877-942-4253 is the number to dial. And that's it for today. I am Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hi, Daily Audio Bible. This is Rebecca from Michigan, June 6th. You know what? I just need prayer for my temperament because I almost lost my cool at my job today because some lady is totally jealous because I have gained seniority there like five and a half years I'm starting to go somewhere and get opportunities but I always take things that people don't really want or job opportunities that people don't want or like trips and stuff and she's like trying to start stuff with me and my management and why I'm getting all these things but I'm usually just taking things that people aren't really interested in and that is offered to me in the order of sonority and order that comes down to me. So I feel like I'm being really attacked at my job and I almost lost my code today with this person and I just want God to heal my temper or show me ways to refrain myself because I know the verse that says be still and know I am God. And I've been listening to a daily audio Bible, I think since November 2011, on and off. Because I remember Ezekiel being born. That's how far back I remember. And this is like my first year. I've finally been keeping up with you guys. I haven't had no technical problems or electronic problems or um, things like that. So I've been pretty much keeping up with you guys and I can see my life really growing spiritually. And sometimes I just am amazed how God, far God has taken me and I've just been believing him for paying off my bills and being debt free and decluttering my life because that's what I'm believing him for. Thank you. I love you. Bye. Hi, this is Rob Whitfield from Ontario, Canada. This is my first time calling, but I've uh, been blessed by Daily Audio Bible for over five years now. And I want to thank the Harding family for this uh, Daily Audio Bible. It means so much to us. I wanted to just say that um, we I'm calling with a heavy heart. Our son, Jamie, who is now 32, was diagnosed three years ago, the first time with multiple myeloma which is usually an older folks type of cancer. And it was shocking to our family. He uh, successfully went through all of his chemo and two blood um, stem cell transplants, along with a whole lot of, lot, a lot of other um, medications and doctor's appointments. 
But our hearts are heavy because we just found out last week that it is returned. And uh, we know our God is not limited by time. And today he has his um, first oncology review. And I'm praying, I'm asking that the Daily Audio Bible prayer warriors lift him up in prayer. Um, We're finding it very hard, and especially since he is beginning to lose his desire to fight this, and that uh, is breaking our hearts. We uh, depend on your prayers, and we look forward to giving you good news in the future that the Lord has answered that prayer. Thanks again. Good day. Bye-bye. Hello, Dad. My name is Joanna, a first-time caller phoning from France. I've been listening to your podcast for a few months now in English and in French and find it hugely helpful, enriching and uh, soothing, especially as my access to church has been limited for years being housebound by illness. Anyway, last Monday's episode, June 4, 2019, had a voice message from Jordan of Georgia at about 40 minutes in. I just spent the weekend in some considerable distress about two specific things. And what she said, on the surface sounding like non-specific general good advice, those two sentences actually spoke directly to what had been troubling me. So I want to thank Jordan for her wisdom and discernment as she listened to God's prodding. And thank you, Lord, for caring so much about your family in every corner of the earth. How incredible to have the creator of all things using us to encourage one another. A tech-savvy God, eh? (laughs) Jordan mentioned suffering from her health. Father, envelope her in a warm blanket of peace and rest. Strengthen her in endurance and resilience stemming from you and your living word. Amen. Good you will be May God bless you all. Love. Joanna in France. Hello, my name is Ben, a first time caller from London. Um, and I just want to ask for prayer for a large group of children here in the UK who are currently going through senior school examinations. We call them GCSEs and A levels. It's a tough time for our children, um, and my daughter is one of them. They've not been going too well for her, and we've had a lot of tears and a lot of stress. Uh, but what's really lifted my heart is that every night and after every exam, she has prayed. She has sat down with uh, friends from church and with us, her family, and prayed to the Lord. She's returned, even though those exams have not gone well. She's always gone back to him. And after all, that's the real exam that we all have to pass, isn't it? The, the exams that we do at school, they're very important. And yes, they will. Uh, affect our lives but ultimately the true test that we have to pass the only one that we have to pass is that whatever happens we have to return to the Lord and trust in him and that's really lifted me that's really helped me Um, I'd just like to thank the DAB for being a really big part of my life over the last few years as I say first time caller thank you DAB thank you DAB family God bless